Welcome to the Eagle Eye Podcast, the number one show to bring you all things Club America in English. Your host for today, Ivan Pineda, Christian Rosendo, and everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Let's start the show. Welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. Welcome to Pain Central USA here. We're going to be recapping everything that happened in America Femenil's terrible, terrible exit in the semifinal against Rayadas. And also we're going to be recapping the season as a whole this semester. Did the ladies do what was asked of them? Spoiler alert, they did not. And then, of course, we're going to grade it. We're going to give it a grade at the end of this episode in kind of a whole kind of Guardianes 2020 review uh, here on the Eagle Eye Podcast. But before I get any further in today's episode, let me introduce my co-host. As always, it is our Lady Aguilas expert, Brooklyn's very own AJ. AJ, my friend, how are we? Stressed. Suffering. Stressed. Just yep. school and then, ju- and then just having to witness uh, America Femini just play terrible in the league. But other than that, I mean, I'm good. I'm hanging in there. Other than that, other than your world falling apart, you're like, I'm good, I'm fine. <laughs> well, glad to hear that you're glad to hear that uh, you're, uh, you're you're coasting by, and that uh, today we got lots to talk about in regards to these ladies. Um, it's a whole different mood. If you guys go back to the last episode where we previewed the Rayadas game, we were hyped, we were very much up for it, we were excited, we were ready to go, and today. AJ, it's just, we've been putting this off. We've definitely been, been putting this off. We don't want to be doing this. Unfortunately, though, we have to. We have to review the season, and we have to talk about what went wrong in that Rayadas game, and ultimately, what went wrong this season, and how can they look forward into a new season, because we'll talk about the rumors surrounding some of the players in and around our club. But without further ado, AJ, let's rip this off just like a Band-Aid and go straight into... What semi-final exit that was America Feminine versus Rayadas. The ladies absolutely get blast out of the water with an aggregate score of seven to three. AJ, by no means necessary, is this result ever acceptable in an institution like this? Talk to me. How are you feeling after you know a couple of hours, a couple of days have passed by after the result, the final result? Uh, and and two, how are you just how are you feeling about this overall defeat in the semifinals? This overall, I want to get to the feet first. Just, it's really bad. Like, it stung me hard. Like, I'm going to admit, the first game after we got blown out, I kind of pretty much just, like, cried. It was really difficult to, like, sink in. I'm just, like, we got blown at home that badly. Like, the stats say otherwise what it looked like. But then when you go to watch the game, I'm just, like, I don't know what what team I'm actually watching. I'm like, this is not the team I've ever seen ever play. Like, out of all the playoffs the feats we ever had, I don't think this one stinged as much until didn't sting as badly until this month three um games happen. And then just like thinking about it after air, I'm just wondering what is Square gonna really do to get this team their second title and. It's one of those things where pretty much after getting blown away that bad with the aggregate score of 7-3, it's everyone at that point, like the hashtag Fuera Piojo, Fuera Coyar. And I admit it, I was just like Fuera Coyar until then I heard at the end of the um uh, 
at the press conference, he's like, yeah, I'm staying. I'm going to make plans. I'm like, okay, not for what I Then looks like I'm staying with you. Then I guess like for maybe another season or two. But as I was thinking through that, when he mentioned I'm already playing ahead into the new season and thinking about changes. And then now I think to myself, what changes can we make that can improve the team that we currently have to make it even better to compete against the radio teams like Tigres and Rayas, but just like after a defeat like that, it makes you want going on. Is it the players or is it the manager? Many of them say the manager, couple say the players. It's mixed reviews really, but just just really poor showing from America Feminine in this game against Rayadas. Yeah, I mean, it definitely, the argument can be made that it could be either or, and I'm with you right there. I think me and Dylan have had this conversation since we first started even covering the ladies. It was always, was Cuellar up to the task? It was was kind of his uh, planning, his tactics, maybe a little bit far further behind in the past rather than, you know, being more modern to be utilized in today's game. But again, we're not here to talk about Coyar. He has been confirmed to be staying at least for another season. We'll see what happens on. And then we'll talk about players that potentially could be leaving, could be joining all that a little bit later, AJ. But let's talk about this game because I think it's 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 just got to be said that it's um, what's the word I'm looking for. It's unexcusable, this performance. It It, it really is by no means justified anything on that pitch that happened in the Azteca, and then out away at the Estadio de Monterrey. I mean, th- th- this is not America quality. And we praise the ladies, praise them for doing such amazing work to get to this point. Um, and, you know, just as much as they have their praises, they have to come and face the music in this one because everyone was very subpar, right? And it's, mm-hmm. it, it's the same way that Dylan said it beforehand on the episode i will say it again in 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 this episode and it was the ladies were dragging ass out there i mean you cannot tell me that they put in a shift because they didn't they didn't maybe one or two players were running but they didn't put in a shift if if you're in that locker room after that result what do you tell these players aj Snap out of it because it's not the team that we are we've gone through so many games in the regular season showing and proving to everyone why we can win our second title. But just after that showing for the first game, it's essentially things that you need to snap right out of it. Uh, a defeat like that at home is unacceptable. After a, stro- after a strong fight against Chivas, you should be expected to, pl- to play just as well or not even better against Rayaz. And at the end of the day, Rayaz went out there and showed that they were the better team at the end of the day. And that second game... You need to air needs to switch. We're gonna be away. It's gonna be tough, but it's possible. You've come back from worse before. You are shown to be resilient throughout the entire season. Whether we will allow the other team to get shot after shot after shot after shot at us, and we're able to bounce back from it and then try to go forward and create more chance. But just in this game, we lost confidence after those three goals that went in in that first half. It seemed like the mode just completely turned off and just everyone was just right out of it. Only really one or two players are just running at the pitch the entire time, trying their very best to get this team back into the series. But it just showed that everyone just lost. It seemed like they kind of lost confidence at this point or they just like they were completely clueless and not having 
an idea what to do in a situation like this. Yeah, and, and that's the thing that frustrated me the most, and I think the, what frustrated most of the fans was that we 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 looked like we had just accepted defeat after the first goal went in. They think like the mentality shifts so dramatically that I've never seen that before in my life in a game where you get conceded and it's like the team just completely just utterly says, "All right, it's done, We're, it's over." AJ, you have the stat. How long did it take for Monterrey to score all three goals? They take it to Monterrey. They scored three goals in the 19th minute, 31st minute, and 33 minutes. So in the span of just 33 minutes, they happened to just score three goals just like that. And then it, so, it, yep. mm-hmm. and then in just oh, in the ahead. second half, it it took them in the 76th minute. This is from a set piece from Rebecca Bernal. The problem with this thing, she's a free kick taker. And I feel really bad. I saw that free, I saw her that where she was thinking the free kick at. I'm sorry. I said to myself, that's going in. And I called it exactly when top bins. And I, at that point, wasn't mad. I'm just like. Top bins, AJ. Now go top bins. And Atta Masharelli had the worst game in an America jersey I've ever seen. There's that. And she is at fault for this game. It's the same way that the defense is at fault for this. The same way that Dani Espinosa is at fault for this game. The same way that anyone who played in that midfield that didn't even pretend like they showed up was responsible for that game. Everyone is held accountable for this game at the Azteca, right? No one gets, no one's escaping that. No one, everyone takes blame in that one. The Monterrey game, that's a whole different story. I think some players actually came out and played. I think some of them uh, definitely didn't. I, I Were their minds already on vacation? Who knows? But one thing is for sure, no one, and no one in that team can escape the fact that it was an embarrassment for the players and for the institution the way that they played against Monterrey in the Estadio Azteca. They showed no courage. They showed no colmillo. They showed no no intensity. They they were defeated. They were just completely just done for. And granted, there's a player out there on the pitch that was trying to make things happen, Dani Espinosa, but you can't walk out of the pitch and say, job well done. At least she was fighting. At least she had the courage and she missed two penalties. I'm sorry. She missed two penalties. She missed a couple of opportunities. And none. And at the end of the day, that all is held accountable towards her. And she used that fault just as much as anyone is because she wasn't on her night. Everyone wasn't on their night. But that's the problem is that you're in an institution where you can't just be like, oh, well, it wasn't your night. At least you guys had a pretty decent season. No, it's. You're expected. You're held accountable for every game, every night, every action that you take. Wearing an America jersey, that is always going to be the standards of this institution. And they know this because they've played games like this before. Because they know coming into this, they know how the fans, you know, hold these players to a to a certain degree. And they've and, and they come out and they say, "We know what it is to play for the institution. We know the responsibility, and we're honored to be." No one played a game. No one played the game like if they felt any pride or honor to be in that institution, in that club. No one felt the jersey on that day. Ninety minutes went by. They just did. They had conceded. They were like, "Okay, it's done. It's over." And that is what frustrates me the most, AJ. Is that no one went out there and did anything. Coyard didn't do anything about it. His substitutions were all over the place. I didn't even understand what he was trying to do. I mean, 
it, it was a mess. And AJ, what was the first thing we said on last week's episode? Is they cannot repeat the same mistakes that they did last year when they bottled this game against Rayadas at home. And it's the and first, it, it's the first thing that they did. It's and only and it only took just a span in the first half. Not even it didn't have it need to happen in the second half where they ended up balling, which is like that's what confused me because last time we played against Rayadas, for the most of they got that they mostly had the same team. We were showing fight. First game was at first game was at home. We were doing well. The second of us just where we just completely balled it and let them come back. And then the game away, um, it was almost kind of just game over at that point. We conceded two goals in that first half. You said up guys got us the goal back, but wasn't enough. And now it makes you think if those two goals never went in, we never balled that lead in that series, we might have moved on to the final. But then in this case, it's not a what if this happened. No, at that point, just there was too many gaps really left in the defense, which I look into it over and over again. I'm like, why are we leaving that much space for the Riders players just to come dribbling in with that ball as if like they were just practice dummies and just slot a goal in as of nothing? It, yeah. I'm, con- I'm just confused to like what exactly happened at that point. First goal, I'm thinking, okay, we could bounce back. And then those two back-to-back goals later on, in the what just the 33 minute mark i'm just like okay well and then they just get another goal in just like that at that point i'm just like um as much comes i had it in these days i'm like i don't see how we're gonna bounce back from it i did talk to you um when we messaged like at the very end of the game they could try to turn it back it's the league i make it so it's the playoffs anything can happen but then you then go into that second game which we would get to in a bit as well um yeah they scored in the 11th minute i'm just like okay I think they just showed no heart at that point. It just was confusing. I mean, I, I don't understand. I think what made it worse to Squares' um, decision-making in the second game, I questioned so much with the formation that we had at play. We had Monica Rodriguez, a right back, playing in right as a right midfielder. We had Jocelyn as a left back, and I'm like, hold up, what? At that yeah. rate, I'm thinking in my head, I think he just wanted to just like say, I'm going with this. We lose, we lose then at this point. It's as like, it's a bad mindset, but it felt like he just wanted to get the game over. But then at that point, it just showed the problem we have. I think with the squad when it comes to death, we mentioned on paper, the squad looks gone death. But then when I look at that bench, I'm like, oh no, we don't. Because Joss has a left back, a six foot um, center back, who's originally sent by Mike. She does not belong there at all. She got a goal by Mike. Okay, yeah, but you should not belong there. Monica's a right midfielder who ended up getting subbed out in the 45th minute mark. I'm like, Cuellar, what are you doing? Why? Don't put someone in a position they clearly cannot play. I will go back to the same thing. We tried, think, three or four different players at the right wing position. At this point, I'm just like, just sign a right winger for the love of God. You're going to play a 4-3-3? Just get a right winger that can play that position. Please, I beg of you. Next thing you know, I would not be surprised if you just put one of our center backs as a forward at some point. I'm like, you really think that's going to work? I don't understand. Martin Campa as a midfielder, we now put her as a forward. When we start playing against Chivas, you see what she can do as a forward with her aggression, with her pace, her drilling capabilities, her one-on-ones. You can do that. And then Guerra's like, I'm going to take all that explosive away and just put her in midfield and completely drain of it. The same thing could be then, I said, with Janae Gonzalez, where we try to put her as a right winger, as a right mid. I think at some point, we even try to have her as a forward. I'm like, you're going to break 
your players' confidence to the point they just do not feel comfortable playing there. I'm lost to what Guerrero's trying to do. It's like the same. It's like the same thing as his son is doing on the Mexico women's national team. Like follow like son. They play musical chairs with their players, and I'm wondering what are you doing? You're trying to derail a team completely of just having a base just being built right there from the get go. It's like where it likes playing musical chairs over time, and at a time like this when we're down what four one aggregate, we need a we need in this second game we literally cannot make any mistakes. He goes with that lineup. Every American needs to almost kind of just said, yeah, that's it. Nah, I think he's just giving up at that point. And then from the when they scored, when I scored in the eleventh um, minute in the, in the second game, I'm just like, yeah, I think that's a wrap. There's there's no comeback. It's just really unexcusable. I don't understand this. It's like I can't tell if Guerrero is really thinking his plans are working, or if he's just trying to get sacked at this point. And that's it. He's like, I I want to actually just leave. He just doesn't want to say it. I don't. I don't think he wants to leave. I think he. I think he likes his gig. Um, but you're right, though. It, it it is frustrating from a fan's perspective that you know there's players that are not in the position that those players should be in. And granted, you know, sometimes you know got to give the coaches the credit of you know from time to time. But we've talked about it, AJ. These things don't pan out for America Feminine. They haven't. They don't always do. Moments and times where they do, but not against teams like Rayadas, not against like teams like Tigres, right? These are the hierarchies of this league. And the fact that they're playing to get another final just demonstrates to you that we are still below subpar. And that cannot be the case. You're America. You have to go out there and represent. And what, you know, what the plan this offseason is going to be is going to be very interesting because it sounded like from what Coyar was saying that... There's there's work to be done and that there will be work, you know. So I mean, gotta wait, we gotta find out. But ultimately, first leg, a disaster should have never happened. It did, but the question was, how are the ladies gonna go out there and respond in the second game? I was okay. I was okay not winning this second game. I just wanted to go out there and see fight. I wanted to go see a little bit of determination in these girls' eyes and go out there and say. I don't care if we're going to lose, but we're at least we're going to go with a fight. We're going to show and we're going to represent. And at least we're going to go out with dignity. You lost all dignity in that first leg. You lose at home four to one in the terrible way that you did. You lost some dignity. I just wanted that recuperation back. Did we get it? I don't know. Some players, some players definitely, you know, showed up. Jocelyn looked like she had a little bit of spark in her. She was trying to make things happen, you know. Danny at times as well, but I, I just felt like she was very flustered. She didn't get, you know, the last game out of her head. Uh, Marlene, I mean, again, she was running, but didn't really see much of her. Uh, I, I mean, I can't say that these players actually went out and played their game. I mean, Montserrat Hernandez, we know that what she's capable of. I think she was, you know, she was doing her thing, but you can't expect one player to take on the whole Rayada side either. So some players definitely got a little bit of that dignity back. Other players just definitely were in vacation mode already. Um, and, and that's the sad thing. That's the frustrating thing. I mean, AJ, overall, you know, America exits yet again in another semifinal. I mean, what's what's what can be said that hasn't been said already? I really don't know. Like, second showing, just seeing the lineup, conceding the goal right from the get-go, 11 minutes in, and just lost really we got a goal in the first half which i'm like okay that's good 
Could we try to score more goals? Um, yeah, that did not happen until the 88th minute mark. And then we just let Ayas once again, the second half, just like walk all over us pretty much. So just, I don't really understand. I know the first game, it's tough to like sink in. And especially after what happened in those two plays for Dianne Spinoza, where she missed the penalty completely in the first one. We get that. The second one, though, she goes from the same spot yet again. And I'm just like, that's not, you don't do that. If you miss the first time trying to shoot the ball in that area, you shouldn't really go for it. The second time you do get a penalty, try a different area. Because Godina, she read that like a book and just like, I'm going there again. And she read that. And the first one that she missed, she actually dived into the correct spot. So that ball happened to go in inside, try to go inside and a bit more. Godina's was going to save that. And I just like Rodero, it was just a complete shift. Like you mentioned, Dying, she just couldn't get, I feel like she couldn't get that first game out of it. And you saw the videos right after the kind of the team, she was there broken down. She was in tears. She had her teammates having to uh, recuperate her and just like on um, relaxing, it's fine. We're going to go for it in the second half. It happens. But it's, re- it's just really tough to see like that image of your captain, the one that's leading the team. And in a way, it's like she failed her team in that first game that she couldn't get the two goals back for her team. And I feel like in that second game, she was trying her very best to get um, her team back into the game, to make plays, to get some shots. It just wasn't happening in this case. Her teammates were the ones that were trying to get themselves back in. Jocelyn mentioned, get the first goal in. Then Diana Casas, who from the 33rd minute mark when she subbed in for Marin Campa, She's showing some of that greatness that we that we saw in her when she first arrived at Coapa. That Diana Casas that had eight goals in 12 games for America Family as a winger at the time. And that's good news to see. But just like, all in all, I feel like everyone was just out of it at that point. Some might have been on vacation mode. Some just ran out of fuel completely. Or they just really did not know what to do in a situation when you're down by this much. And I'm just... It's it's just really difficult, just like to to just let it all sink in. Like, like really, in general, I I feel like everything might have been said. I mean, the only thing that could be said, changes to be made. That bench, I feel like that bench is going to need to go completely and get some new players that can fill in the spot. Because I feel there's some players on this team that not America feminine material. They're just there just to fill a spot up. They don't play at all, and I'm just thinking. Just go to another team where you could find some playing time and get players that can actually give the team a boost and allow us to finally get out of that rut and just constantly get eliminated in the semifinals and make our way back into the finals. Yeah, no, I agree with you, AJ. I agree with you. I think there's some players that definitely are, um, like Santiago Baños would put it, have, have completed their cycle with America. But... Um, yeah, no, it, it it's ultimately just frustrating. It, it, I think the thing that makes it more frustrating is because there was such belief around this team in this semester that there was all the right pieces in place to make things happen. Mm-hmm. Yes, granted, I know we were plagued with a little bit of injuries here and there, um, but I still felt like we had the squad depth, that we had the talented players to go out there and showcase it. And then they didn't, and, and that's the thing that frustrates me the most is that, again, it's not. Comp- it's not trying to compare the men's or the ladies. Is, is the same thing I said when the men's wo- you know walked out in 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 the way that they did in the quarterfinals was that no one out there played 
with passion. No one out there played with determination. No one out there played with the fact that they were honored to be wearing that jersey. Like, again, like if you put a regular fan, a real fan of this team, they are going to go out there and run and give everything they got. And I just didn't see that from some of these ladies. And that's the thing that frustrated me the most is was at least that there was always a sense that they pushed more. They had a sense to do more. They, they you know, they had a little bit of an extra chip to, to them. And this time it just wasn't the case. And I think that's the most disappointing thing is that they let themselves down. And at the same time, they let us down because we know what they're capable of. We know they're talented. We know they're versatile and we know that they have the capability of being in a final and winning one. Um, and, and it just wasn't the case. Um, and I do want to see what some of those reaction is going to be, not just from the staff, not just from the club, but from the players themselves, right? Like there, there has to be some accountability. And I hope, I, I really hope, we don't know what happens behind the scenes, but I really hope that there was pointing, that, that, that some fingers were pointed and that players called each other out because that that is needed sometimes. You just can't go and just walk around the pitch, pretend like it's all over and saying, all right, well, at least we're going to be able to go vacation, go be with family, et cetera, et cetera. Like, no, like, I hope that there's some accountability out there. And I hope Danny Espinosa was one, one of those players that was out there pointing fingers and saying, you didn't step up, you didn't step up, you didn't step up. There has to be a sense of accountability. And if they don't like it, then well, we know that they're not for the team. It's simple as that. You know? So it it it's it's a wild one. It definitely is a wild one. Um and we're all still mad and we're all still frustrated. But again, this is the world of sports, and we know that the beautiful thing about this game is that they will give us an opportunity to vindicate ourselves. So I know that the ladies will be able to, you know, get back up on their feet and climb the ladder again and get to this point again. Question is, will have they have will they have learned from not just this mistake, but prior mistakes leading up to that moment and knowing that they have the experience of being defeated to know how to not make that happen again. You know, that's the most important part, AJ. So you said, you said it perfectly, just almost got emotional, but just like, it's just thinking through like all these things. It's just like, I know this team is really capable of going for that second title. We've seen every single game. Oh, I have. I've seen every single game from this season, and I see a lot of potential in every single one of these players. They give the heart out. It's one of those instances where just like you fall hard in the first game, and it's like really difficult for you to like get into it. Like especially like the um, just seeing Danny Espinosa um get really emotional. That also made me really emotional because it felt like. It's not just her fault into this match. It's like, it's on her. Everyone as a team participated in this. <clears throat> My bad. Just, it's just really tough. Just. Well, I think like this is, is it's, it's a perfect example of how the, how cruel the world of sports is, right? Because Danny is at the end of the day going to be the headline of she missed these chances. She didn't, she, she is to be at blamed at fault, right? Which is not true. It, has, it holds some truth, but not really, because at the end of the day, we forget that the most that, that the thing about this this game is that it is a team sport. It, there's no I, literally, there is no I in this I team because it it yes, an individual can make some brilliance happen. They can win you a game, but we've mentioned it, AJ. Defense wins championship. What happened to our defense? 
scattered everywhere, right? Midfield, non-existent. I didn't even know that we had a center midfielder that day, right? Wingers were, def- were definitely poor. Renata Mascherelli, player we hailed so much since she got her, her playing time. My goodness. I have never seen her so below confidence in that game against Monterrey. It's right? just it's just really tough. Just like it's it's pretty much like this series. Everyone's gonna point fingers and pretty much like this series sums up this team's entire season. But that's not really the case. But then that's what it looks like on the media or to other fans that are not well to other people to say. That my part of the team, the team be fans and sells like this game is gonna summarize all season. But like you said, from like you've seen every single game from the season, everyone from the get go saying this team is definitely capable of win- of gaining that second championship. It's such with the caliber of players we had, but because you have one bad game, it's pretty much just like saying like, yeah, that's that entire game just summarized the entire thing, which I feel it's not the case. But it's just it's it's difficult for something like this, but just. It's tough to just like let it just all sink in. Like this one game, it's gonna it's gonna haunt us pretty much. And like this game, I like to see as she was like, we need to bounce back harder from this. And by the next time we do happen to play against this team, get ourselves the um the revenge win. And if we do see him in the playoffs again, go with a hundred percent throughout the go a hundred percent against this team yeah, and to no. any and to any team. Like learn like pretty much take this as like a learning lesson to pretty much like. We cannot make mistakes like this again because if we do that from time to time again, history is going to repeat it our, um, ourselves, and it's not going to be a good look, especially for a team like America, for being one of the big teams in this league. You don't want to fall out of the semis, especially in that kind of fashion. If it was a closer game where these ladies fought with heart and passion to the very end and where there's like only like a one-goal difference in aggregate, I would have taken that. I would have taken that loss more, but just this one, this one stink pretty hard. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you that with that AJ. It was definitely one of those games in where it it it's definitely going to mark some of these players, but that their their true professionalism, and we'll we'll see what these players are truly made out of because those who are strong and and confident and who are able to surpass this will come out even better players because of it, right? And those that don't, unfortunately, will be left behind. But, you know, in order to be a true America player, I think that you have to be able to overcome this and, uh, you know, find a way to to erase this memory off uh, off of fans' heads, you know? And I think that a good, strong season coming up is definitely important. Um, and, and it has to be a title-winning season. I mean, I just don't see any other way, you know? It, it definitely has to be a title-winning season. I think the I, I think the board knows this, you know? The, the staff knows this. I, I think that they're going to plant themselves. And I don't really know how the January transfer window will be for us, but it sounds like they're trying to make some big moves happen. See if it actually works out. But they're in dire need of a couple of positions, and we'll have to see whether or not it happens. But ultimately, it is what it is. America family fall to Rayadas, and so our Guardianes 2020 season comes to an end. In a better, in a very bitter, sweet way, but at the end of the day, like I mentioned, this is sports, and this is the way sometimes the cookie crumbles. All right, AJ, let's talk about the season as a whole. 
you are more than anyone fit for this discussion. You've seen these ladies play week in and week out. You've seen them, you know, having to withdraw some of this kind of uh, heavy rotation that the league has enforced. But they always seem to manage to get a way back into it, even though we had a little bit of a of a down spell that cost us to be in fifth place. But at the end of the day, AJ, if you were, as you look right now, a, a substitute teacher, who, I mean, not who, but what grade would you give America Feminine for this semester as a whole? I give them a B minus for their um, overall grade um, this season. B minus. B minus. You're, you're being too kind. Um, I, I'm going with a C. I think that... Um, I, I think I, I would have agreed a B minus I would have gave them if the exit wasn't as bad as it was. I think that they were I'll put it in context like they were like they were doing good in the opening semester. They were doing some extra credit. They were actually, you know, they were doing they're going on their way to making an A. And then they kind of fell behind a little bit, a couple of, of assignments, but you know what? They still turned them in, got half credit, blah blah blah. Had them at a B, but then they completely tanked the final. And for me, for me, that's a C. Well, let's let's face it though. At the end of the day, this is America. If you don't walk away with a championship, it's going to be a failure of a season, regardless, right? That's always kind of been the way about it, and it's going to continue to be the same way. Um, obviously, it's a you know it's a failure of a season, but I don't want to you know throw that word around and, and not give merit to what they actually did. So I thought, you know what, let's grade it as a season as a whole because I think there's some very promising things that happened. They definitely had some very good games. I mean, they completely thrashed uh, what was it? Uh, Necaxa. Mm-hmm. You know? Mazatlan. Mazatlan. So, so, you know, they were putting up digits. They were scoring some great goals. They had some really good games. You know, they won three Clásicos against Chivas. Um, you know, these are all good points. But obviously, in the biggest moment that I mattered, they tanked. They weren't in the. They weren't there. And for me, that's why I give them a C. But AJ is, is feeling a little bit extra nice today. He's giving them a B minus. But I think overall, I, I think that would be the grade overall that I, I think a lot of people would be kind of swinging towards, whether it be a C or a B minus. I think they're literally right there. Mm-hmm. Right? There's only margins that separate each other. But um, yeah. Interesting. All right, AJ. Interesting. Uh, well, before we wrap up the end of the season, what is what is a couple of things you want to highlight that they that they that this semester you really want to you know just kind of stand out for the season? I just what's really good as um mentioned before it's the resistance that this team has had. They can be down in a slump, but they can really try to respond and get themselves back into the game. I'll refer back to that Rias game, but I want to like talk with some stats quickly. They had 17 shots and eight of them being on target in that second game. In that first game, we had 14 shots and 10 of them being on targets. That's showing there that they would, they're not letting the other team as much as Rayadas did walk on them. America Family were trying their very best to get right back into the game. They're trying to get shots after shots after shots. Any opportunity they can get, they will take it. That's one thing I want to highlight. This team gets any opportunity they can find in the game. They're going to go for that shot, whether it be at an odd angle or there's a bunch of defenders or it's an open shot, they take it. They ain't going to stop. And from the get-go, they always want to get things rolling from the very start. Some games throughout this entire season, like you see the thrashing against Masatan and Nekaxa, 
they got right in it from the get-go and just started scoring goals. Some teams that were giving them the scare, they immediately responded back with the goal, which is what you always wanted to do, which is why I like from this team. Some players got their debuts in, in um this season. You got newcomers like Eva Gonzalez, Justin Orejel, Pedro Perez, Sara Moreno, Renata Huerta, Dalia Molina. You got all these different players coming in, and they show and they're showing a lot of promise, especially youngsters like Renata Huerta and Sara Moreno. Sara Moreno scored her very um first goal for America Femini and made her um very first start. And as well as Renata Huerta. Lots of promise into this um youngster as um even um coming to that corner Ronaldita just saw how she's able to just dance around with the ball and just dribble past the fet um dribble past players which is great. Johnson Vero Press big upgrades into this team in the center defensive midfielder spot knowing that um Mazuma Hernandez was injured so we got our CDM and Vero Press who had a lot of experience and goes to show what that experience that she had that she carries with it. She's able to carry. She's able to bring it to everyone into this team and help everyone out. Jocelyn, uh, one of the honestly, one of the I'd say one of the best defenders in this league and wants to watch for America Feminine and for the Mexico Women's National Team, which is great to see. And game players such like Dalia Molina, who's the who's the all-time leading goal scorer from earlier during her time, she brought in something into this team, which is I liked. And everyone from for the previous seasons, from our base starting eleven that we had since day one, and some of the newcomers from last season, they kept doing their jobs at the end of the day. Though there were some downs in which I'd say against the playoff caliber teams like Atlas, Pumas, Querétaro, Rayadas, Tigres, we were struggling against them. But with Chivas against our rivals for the Clásico Nacional. We were proving to them once again that we were the better team and being them not only in the regular season, but also being them in one of the games in the Ligia. We tied with them, but ultimately we knocked them out. And once again, we repeat our performance of what we did last time against them in the Ligia where we played against them and knocked them out. And as well, Pachuca, a team that always seemed to know how America play and always just get under their skin and irritate them. This game... It was pretty clean. We got the 3-0 win against them this season, which is nice to see. So that's some promise just now for next time, really, for next season. Get better against all those playoff caliber teams, especially the Regio teams. Digas and Ayaz, those just should be some of like the big assignments for next season, like for your exams. Do all your assignments, study in advance, whatever you need to do to take these two teams down. Because you can take them down in the regular season that can show some promise to you to what it can be like in the Ligia. If you could take them down in next season, you see them in the Ligia again, do that same thing you can do in the regular season. There were some mistakes in the regular season if you happen to beat them. Fix up on those errors. And then in the Ligia, show little to no mistakes in the Ligia and then prove to them that we did our homework. We studied that team and we know what we did wrong. And now we're going into the Ligia on the regular season, and we know exactly what to do and how to break um, that um, that team down to get the result that we want, which is a win at the end of the day. And then in the Ligia, when you do all that studying, complete your assignments, gain those good grades on those exams, you gain you gain the result that you want. In this case, if we're talking about in college terms, you get the A. And in this case, in sports, it's that title that you get. Definitely. All righty. I think you put it in very good context right there, AJ. Okay, AJ, two questions before we wrap up the show. One is give me two positions that you would reinforce this team with. And two, 
Uh, actually, you know what? Answer that first question. I'll, I'll, I'll ask you the second one after you're done. Mm-hmm. So if I want to, if we're going to reinforce two positions, could it just be like um, the same position, but could maybe be like a, two signings or so in that spot? Like, or like explain like, sure. a, like a right, like have two right wingers in that position, like get a right winger and we get like two of them. Or if, if, sure, that's, if like, that's what you want to waste your two signings on, like <laughs> however you um, want to waste them. Two positions I would um the position I was consider would be a right winger because I feel like Medica Fenny, if Guerrero's ever going back to that four three three, you need to have a right winger because we cannot constantly keep slotting players into that spot and just wait and hope gradually over time in the season they can get accustomed to it. They can get accustomed to the day one. I would say scrap then just go to a four four two. So I feel like a right winger in that spot will be perfect or right midfielder can get themselves easily accustomed fit into that puzzle piece with no problem the second position i would like to cover as well that would be the left back position we see with the absence of Jimena rios we don't see anyone in the left back position even want to even dare go up at all they just rather stay back with the fence which is good but there's that time where we need that extra push to go up with the wingers you have either Monster Diana Casas on that left mid side where they're going to be running up while you have that left back just going up with you just to get you the pass or if the left winger needs to pass back to the left back, left back is right there um, to receive the ball at any point. So I feel like those are some of the positions I would consider um, trying to upgrade for this team into next season. Okay. Definitely. I'm with you there. I think we definitely do need a right winger. Um, and I would throw in a, 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 a striker. I, th- I think we need a natural striker. Dani is a great player, but I don't think she's a natural number nine, right? So she needs that help wanted, as well because yeah. there's because there's time and time again where we can give her as many opportunities we want, but I feel there's times she needs to let some of that pressure off her shoulders and just have someone accompanying her. Where if she cannot take care of it all by herself, pass it out to that other um, striker who could who plays that position as who plays it really well and knows what they're doing and just give the ball right to them so they could um, finish off the job for you because it's not, at the end of the day, it's a team game and it needs to be a part of it. You cannot always rely on one player. Yes, rely on one player and make or break the team in terms of whether it's creating the passes, the plays, whether it's defending or it's just scoring goals. But I feel like with that, she would definitely need, it would be really appreciated if she can get some help up front, especially for a play that can play that striker position really well. Yeah, I completely agree with you. So those those would be two AJ's two signing and my two signings. I think we both concur. A right winger definitely should be a, a top priority for this team. Would add a lot, a lot of depth in both wings. And that way we don't look so, um, that way we're not so, so susceptible to being so, you know, heavily, uh, reliant on that left-hand side, but we'll see what the institution and, and what the club is able to pull off in the offseason. All right, AJ, last question, and we'll wrap all this up. Who is your player of the season? Player of the season? I'm giving this to Renata Mascherelli. I'm giving it right to her. Ever since she had to fill in that spot for Jake Gutierrez when she was injured, I feel like her um time to finally start in consecutive games for America Femini was long overdue. You see her in practice, the determination that she has in playing in this position and just defending the team's colors. She just showed from time to time again that she's able to make miraculous saves and doing her very best on the pace and lead her team to victory and just organizing the defense. 
I feel like she's just overall my MVP for this season. She did a lot in having to cover up a position where everyone was looking who's going to take that position finally because Jay Gutierrez is injured. She wasn't coming back for the rest of the season pretty much. So we had to look at the benches between Natalia Cunha or Nata Mascherelli and Ruther Mascherelli and the fans support her from the first time she went onto that pitch and played for the rest of the season. And she did spectacular. Every fan loved her. Even the mistakes that she made, they backed her up and just saying that you got next game. Don't worry about it. And I just feel like just she was, I feel like one of the biggest surprises from this season considering coming from a goalkeeper that has not really had that many appearances. And at best, she really only had two or three games under a belt until this season came up. And just all in all, she was my player of the season for America Feminine. Okay, interesting. Yeah, Masarelli is definitely up there with player of the season candidate. I would give it to Jocelyn Orahel. I think she by far was the most outstanding player on the pitch. I think what she brings to America uh, is more than just what a lot of people would say she would bring is that height advantage or that physicality. Uh, she brought playing out of the back a possibility for this team. Um, the, yeah, prior seasons, I think we were just hoofing it up there and being like, all right, ladies, you guys go try to find it over there. Um, you know, we we reduced that kickball soccer a little bit more. Uh, and I, I think she overall brought a little bit more of, um, I don't know, she brought a little bit of soccer IQ on, on onto that pitch, which I think was absolutely amazing. Um, you know, she was in, instrumental in our defense. And, you know, even though we had moments of, constant, of disconcentration, there's still that sense of at least Jocelyn's back there. Some She's bound to, you know, make something happen. So. For me, I, you know, newcomer fitting right into the starting 11 since day one, um, practically playing every game. If it, uh, I know she got injured towards the end of the season, but I mean, I, I just I don't see how um, I don't see how anyone comes close to to Jocelyn and what she brought to the pitch. So for me, it definitely is Jocelyn. But let us know in the comment section down below and let us know over on Twitter or Instagram who is your guys' player of the season if you guys have one. And uh, let us know at the end of the day, what do you guys give the America Feminine a rating in regards to this semester? We'll be back to talk more Lady Aguilas whenever they are getting closer to the start of the season. But AJ, I believe this wraps up our season. Yep. That's it. That's it. It's done. All right. It is done. It is time to go rest, my friend. Only for a little bit because we have Conquer Champions coming up as well. But Oof. it is uh, it is time to go out there, relax, rest for a little bit, and then we'll be right back into it. Um, I did want to address this couple of questions that we got right here. Um, one of them was more of a statement than actual question. It says, Geo is the one that needs to live, leave, or live. I don't know which one of those he meant. Uh, I would say it would be uh, leave, but because I wouldn't make the argument that Gio has lived and quite, lived quite the adventurous life as a footballer. And of course, uh, another question from t- from Tony Serrano saying, I know it's out of place, but what do you all think about America trying to resign something? Caceres, I think it's time for him to leave. Tony, for all those questions, for the answer to that question and, and many more like that, make sure you tune in to next week's episode as we'll, pre- we'll be previewing uh, the men's going up against Atlanta United in the Conquer Champions, and we'll have all team news updates as well. We'll let you guys know exactly what we feel in regards to Santi Caceres. Believe me, some of some of us will definitely concur with you, Tori. Some of us will make the argument that it is not the time to see him go just yet. So 
Make sure you guys tune in next week on Tuesday as we recap and preview everything America into the Conca Champions. AJ, before I leave, I just want to say this. Thank you so much for the work that you've done this season for the ladies. It would not be possible for us to be doing any of this kind of coverage if it wasn't for you. So thank you for being such an important player and, a, and such an important piece in our team. So again, my friend, thank you so much. You've done some tremendous work and I can't wait to get back on the pitch. Well, not literally on the pitch with you, <laughs> although one day I'm sure that will happen uh, and, and get back into covering all things Lady Aguilas. And I'll also leave you with this very hot take is that I believe that uh, J.D. Gutierrez might start uh, the first game of the season. Ooh! I don't know what happens. We ain't we'll going to start with that. But no, just really thank you so much. I could not believe it. Like, I remember when I first messaged you guys like, okay, I can actually cover the Cruz Azul versus Ameca Feminine match. And then we got the year. I'm like, that, wow. I actually covered like the entire season for you guys for America Feminine. So I'm just like, it's been a breeze. Like 2020 has been crazy. But just, yeah, thank you so much, Ivan. Thank you to everyone else here at the ULI Podcast for inviting me over to talk America Feminine. And then at the very end, add me to a part of um, the podcast team. Oh yeah, definitely. You're definitely part of the family. And I know a lot of people are very happy with you being on board. Uh, not just us, but our listeners as well. But with that said, we're going to keep you guys any further. One last thing we do want to mention is that today's episode was brought to you guys by Foot Cult. If you guys haven't done so already, make sure you guys go check them out. Footcult.com. If you guys like any of their merchandise, make sure you use discount code EP at checkout to get 10% off. Again, that is discount code EP at checkout to get 10% off. All right, NJ, I'll see you soon, my friend. Take care. Great job with the ladies. And uh, we'll be back next season to talk all things. America Feminine. Don't forget to use the hashtag Lady Aguilas when talking about our ladies over on Twitter so that we know that you're coming from our community and so we can continue discussing the beautiful game for these ladies. Alrighty then, we'll leave you guys here with all of that. Again, we'll be back very soon talking all things men's side and then the ladies of course. We'll keep you guys up to date with everything that happens over on our Twitter account. So if you guys haven't done so already, follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at EY Podcast. Alright, that's enough rambling from us. Stay safe out there. Wear your masks and uh, from our ladies, our Lady Aguilas department, Happy holidays. Happy New Year. See you guys very soon. Until next time, take care. And as always, Arriba America. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one source for all things Club America in English. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen.